0: Your favorite comedian Anthony Rogers live in his tour bus yeah but also you need to get a beard like this people have been talking they, they said your shit looks whack it looks weird they can't tell your pronouns you need you need to get a beard like this right now and the only way to do that is by using luxurious bastard beard oil great smell great function great everything just get this and there's directions on how to use it if you know how to read but use the link in the description, go to the website, use promo code LEGENDARY, get a discount, do it, thank you, boom. Smokey's Edibles, gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan, no corn syrup, ugh, way better than other edibles in the market get them get them get them eat responsibly obviously like when you watch the show and you're not doing anything or you're at work or anything like that that's obvious but some people have to hear that um definitely these are the watermelon my favorite of the peach i just grabbed these last night for something different sour watermelon sounded cool i've had them before but i just wanted a little something different you know uh, make sure that's 21 and over make sure they're 21 and over buy them for yourself they're amazing eat them before the show eat them before every episode like me
1: so I'm Dennis with the Anthony Rogers Show. I guess my question for you is, what would you do if you became president to help the working class? Well, you know, the, I think the, the principal thing right
0: now is housing. At the price of housing is, uh, is going up and it's beyond the reach of mm-hmm. most
1: American yeah. Along with oil I've and left. gas and food.
0: Yeah, yeah. Inflation mm-hmm. is, is hurting everybody. Inflation is more complex. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm going to stop inflation overnight. What I can
1: say mm-hmm. is that I'm going to stop the cause, the long-term cause of inflation. I'm
2: going to unravel a war machine. I'm going to reduce dramatically healthcare costs
0: by ending the chronic disease. Welcome back to the greatest podcast in the entire universe. Uh, I do have a huge guest. Uh, she's been on a lot of stuff that's pretty cool. Uh, entertaining subject, I think... Uh, to me at least right now and I mean obviously other people think so too she's on a lot of shows um Terry Ling Kale how are you doing
2: hi doing well, great
0: I appreciate you going backwards in your career and being on this show you know been... <laughs>
2: that isn't
0: true <laughs> <laughs> um but you cover you cover a lot of cool stuff and um uh to, to start to start uh, correct me if I read this wrong or, or anything but uh you had experiences like with demons, like, like in real life as well? Oh,
2: yes, absolutely. I sure did.
0: Could yeah, you elaborate maybe. on that uh, maybe the first time or, or how many Like how many times first and then maybe your the first time or something?
2: Uh, I wouldn't even be able to give you a number. Um, it's been ongoing throughout my life. Uh, things started happening when I was very young, very strange things, you know, shadow people. Uh, I remember trying <laughs> to discuss it with my mom and uh, she didn't want to hear about it. Wasn't interested and um, it scared her. So things that were happening to me were freaking her out and, and she just ignored it, which, you know, I always like to say at that point, well, I share these things. If you've got children out there and they're trying to talk to you about something that they've seen or experienced, please listen to them. Sit down and listen to your children. Uh, because of that, I grew up frightened, scared to death. Uh, Very lonely because I felt uh, like, why is this happening to me? Why am I seeing these things, you know, my nuts or something, you know, but um, later on in life, I found out this happens to a lot of people and uh, I just didn't know it at the time, you know, because I couldn't talk to anybody, no adults. So uh, I had things happen when I was five. I had things happen when I was seven and, you know, 13 and 16 and uh, different things. But um, I think the five-year-old thing started it all. I was uh, in the front yard playing with my brother and the neighbors and my brother and the Becker children who are our neighbors wanted to go play baseball. Well, I'm not a baseball kind of a girl. And so I decided I'd stay in the front yard. And I, I, uh, you know, said goodbye to them. They took off and I heard my name called and I heard it, it was a man. And I thought, okay, you know, that's uh, gotta be my dad. So I turned around to look at the house to see if my dad was calling me. And now remember I'm only five, you know? And uh, I didn't see my daddy, so I just kept playing. And I was just kind of sitting around in the front yard. I, I really don't even know what I was doing. I mean, at five, you know, playing is just sitting, you know, really when you're by yourself. But I heard my my name called a second time, very clearly, Terry. And I looked all around again, and I looked at the house, and my dad wasn't there. And we had this trifold house in Menominee Falls, Wisconsin, and uh, I couldn't see him at the porch, I couldn't see him at the front door, I didn't see him standing in the yard. I'm like, "Well, where is he?" And then the third time I heard my name called, and I looked up, and there was a man standing in the sky. And I thought, "Oh, I I don't think men are supposed to stand in the sky." And, you know, that's all I could think, you know, it didn't make any sense to me. I'd never seen anybody standing in the sky before, but this man had a robe and some kind of a sash. I I remember a blue sash kind of moving in the uh, air and he started coming at me, getting closer and closer. And I, I remember just standing there at first and watching him and thinking, I don't think men are supposed to stand in the sky. I I don't think they're supposed to. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, I, I better go in and tell my daddy. So I turned around and started running into the house. And this entity or whatever this was, got much closer. And it panicked me, really panicked me. And I remember running in and screaming, Daddy, Daddy, there's a man standing in the sky. There's a man standing in the sky. And he just looked at me and he said, Okay, Teresa, go get, you know, ready for dinner, go wash up. And and I thought, what? Aren't you going to go look? Go look, go look. And he didn't, I mean, he literally ignored my plea and my fear uh, and told me to get ready for dinner. And at five, you do as you're told. So I went and washed my hands and I said to my dad again, let's go look. And, And he just ignored me completely. So with that, knowing at five that you're supposed to tell your parents and then they don't respond that sets you up to be really uh, fearful of things. And it started at that young age. And I really do believe that there are spiritual dimensions here. And it doesn't matter if, if it's a child, a baby, these spiritual realms can uh, happen to young children. I'm proof of that. I've heard hundreds of testimonies. I've gone to hundreds of people's homes over the last uh, 40 some years and done deliverances with little kids that have had issues and parents that have had issues and don't know what to do. Um so I like sharing that because I want listeners to understand please listen to your children.
0: Yeah, I Oh, sorry. I, no, go ahead. Okay, you got me. Uh, it's interesting. I feel like I had the opposite experience last week, like an angel, like, like that. I heard, uh, like, like without getting, like without. You're the guest. I don't get too much into this, but uh, but but last week I was at the gym and I was, in, and I, I normally right now in an Airbnb because it's freezing here, but I usually stay in an uh, bus. Uh, bus I turn in an RV, and I was doing something dumb. I was just like overloading the propane, and then like without knowing it creates CO two, which I'll get to in a second. And I was at the gym and I just like, I I quit. And without going into too many details, I quit smoking weed uh, recently, like about two weeks ago. So I just been working out for like four hours a day and stuff. And I was at the gym and this guy that did not know my name. There's, I mean, he knows it now, but there's no way this guy knew my name. I've talked to him before and he, and he, he doesn't know my name. And I heard Anthony Rogers. I heard my full name. I heard Anthony Rogers. I I looked up and as I looked up that, that guy was walking in um, the place that I talked to him in the gym sometimes. And, uh, and I waved at him and he probably, he, he could, he probably, he's older, probably has bad eyesight. So, so, so he walks over and he's like, yeah, I thought that was you. Hey. And then during that conversation, um, he, he, he told me I was basically poisoning myself with my heating system because I had no ventilation. And then he told me, um, and then, and then I helped him get an Airbnb because like he's in a similar situation. He's like in a van or something. So he's in a similar situation. And, I, and it's funny you said the name thing. Because, because i felt like that was an angel in that instance but it was probably a demon in yours and 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 i, I feel like it, and it's weird that i i mean I felt like it was an angel at least because the guy's name's michael also which is crazy um and, and the, you know what i mean and then um well it, and that was just like a taste of that and but I, I i don't know like uh not to get too into that i just feel like there's I feel like there's definitely both all the time around us. Oh, and, uh,
2: absolutely! Yeah, don't hear what I'm not saying. Uh, it yeah, could I have mean. very well been an angel. I have seen them. They have just appeared in you my seen home angels as well. When I've when I yeah oh yes, I've seen three different very specific angels, and then I've had other angels that have uh, come to me in visions and appeared to me, uh, woke me up at night. And, uh, you know, have given me a word and that word was definitely from God. It wasn't something that, you know, was spooky or weird or anything. Uh, But every angel that I've seen, they're just amazingly beautiful, amazingly beautiful. And um, the the ones that I saw in the broad daylight in my home in Florida, when I lived in St. Petersburg, Florida, I was in my 20s and I would have these Uh, situations where I would be really seeking God. And I needed, I just needed to know what to do in my life. And I experienced this beautiful white haired angel, very tall, looked male, but had beautiful attributes of, of female too. It was like, it wasn't one or the other it was both somehow and big blue eyes, really gorgeous and chiseled perfection. The face was really, uh, symmetrically perfect. And he was right in front of me. I mean, this far away from me. And he was giving me some form of a data dump that was, uh, He wasn't speaking audibly. He was just looking at me and I was looking at him. And then he put his hand out like this and pointed out the door. And at that very moment that he did that, my friends pulled up outside of my door right to where the end of his finger was pointing. And I thought, oh my gosh, their car literally pulled up and stopped right there at the end of his finger. And so I thought, what does this mean? And they were missionaries, and they uh, had been asking me to do some missionary work with them. So I got involved with the Good Samaritan and started doing some missionary work over in pot au prince Haiti. And I went there, and you know, that kind of led me into that. So. Angels are very real and they always have a message for us. Uh, If you don't hear a message, be very cautious because there are things such as familiar spirits which can shapeshift and cause you to see things that they are not. And they can come presenting themselves as something and that's not what they are. Now, the reason I say that is, I had another experience in that same home in St. Petersburg, Florida. Uh, I think I was in my 30s now and I was uh, sitting on my bed and I was just going to get up and read a book. I I had a book over there on the bedside table and I was going to get that and just start reading and something caught my eye and I looked over at the doorway and there was a man standing in the doorway, but I knew the man. Okay. This was a man I had been engaged to and, uh, and we, we didn't get married, but we had had an engagement and I loved this man very much, but he broke up with me and married somebody else, you know, and uh, you know, it happens. And so um, when I saw him standing in my room, I said, John, what are you doing in my bedroom, and I thought this is crazy because I was now married to another man and had two children, you know. And years had passed since John and I yeah. had broken up.
0: One so second, I- can I ask you something real fast? Okay, did you find out this guy was passed and that's a demon? Did you like, did no, you- he was okay.
2: very much alive. Okay, sorry, that's mom, sorry, why it was so freaky. Okay, um, this guy, I I at the time now, okay. I didn't know if he was dead or alive, but I believed he was alive and I hadn't heard that he was dead. So I actually thought I was looking at John standing in the doorway. And I said, John, what are you doing in my bedroom? And as I looked at him now, he looked. Perfectly like John, he had brown, curly, long hair. And uh, he had on a white T-shirt. He had on a uh, a pair of um, blue jeans. And he had on a belt and Hirachi sandals, for heaven's sakes, just exactly like I had known him to dress and be, you know. And so then he didn't respond to me. And I said, John, what are you doing in my house? And that's when all of a sudden, and remember, I was looking at a human being. I knew that if I got up out of my bed, I could go over and touch this guy. Okay. He was 100% real and alive. All of a sudden, it's not John. And this body starts going tornadic, which I, to this day, I look back at that moment and I don't know how I even survived it. I mean, the fear that gripped me when when you hear that terminology, that fear grips you. That is very real. I was so gripped by fear. I could barely breathe. That's how scary this was. And even though I was a Christian, I was frozen in fear. I had no peace at all. And I wanted to scream out the Lord's name. I, I just wanted to scream. I was alone in the house. And I couldn't remember the Lord's name. That's how scared I was. I couldn't even remember. This demon had so much power. It came as a human, then it was tricking me. It was like a familiar spirit, but it was also a demonic spirit. And this whole thing started going tornadic. And a face came out of where I thought John's face was, this other face came forward. And I mean to tell you, nothing on me could move. Not not even my, um, my eyes were so focused on this thing. I could not move. And the fear gripped me. But this is amazing what happened. As I laid there, and this is the reason, by the way, the very big reason I became a demonologist after this experience. I was frozen and I wanted to scream, Jesus, I wanted to scream for help being alone in the house. Who else are you going to call for? You know, and so I couldn't remember his name. Fear had gripped me to the point of not being able to remember. So I heard in my left ear, there was another, there was an, uh, an angel in the room with me and spoke to me in my left ear and said, see his name. And I thought, see his name, I'm so scared. And I thought, I don't, I don't know. I, I think, I think there could be a J. And so then I saw the J. And then I, I was like, I think, I think, I think there could be an E, an E, maybe an E. And then I saw the E. So I saw the J, and I saw the E. Now remember, this thing is still going tornadic. This is happening within seconds. And then I thought, I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe an S. And when I saw the S, I went, Jesus. And when I did that, I saw my spirit being come up out of my own body. I saw the back of my own head. My physical body was here, but the spirit body rose up out of me. And I'm looking at the back of my own freaking head. That was my hair. That was my head. And the spirit, my spirit within my body, and you've got one, everybody's got one. That's why we're alive, because until the spirit leaves us, then we're dead. But my spirit was within me, and it rose right up and threw its hand like that. And with that, that tornadic thing, with that face that was coming out of it, which was horrifyingly frightening, whipped down the hall in my uh, home and slammed the door of my children's bedroom. I mean, it slammed it so hard, it it sounded like the thing was going to burst. And I grabbed a breath, my... I moved forward and reconnected with that, my spirit, which I saw that i moved right into my spirit and I got up and ran outside and I stood outside on the front, in the front yard, on the patio, just jumping up and down going, oh my God, oh my God, what the hell just happened? What just happened? How could that happen? What was that? that couldn't have been john it wasn't john it was a wicked spirit it was a demonic spirit and then i went oh my god it's in my children's room oh my god i got to go back in the house and i thought i got to go back in that house i cannot leave that thing in my children's room they're going to come home from school uh, you know they're babies they're just little i can't i can't let this happen so i opened the front door now remember this is broad daylight it was like 11:30 in the morning And I opened the front door and I flick on the lights, even though it was broad daylight and the whole house was, you know, light. I was that scared. And I went each room towards that, to make a long story short, towards the bedroom door. And something happened, Anthony, when I finally got there, scared out of my I put my hand on the door to the children's bedroom with this, this demon had slammed. And the minute I put my hand on that door, something happened to me. I had so much power. I felt like, oh, my gosh, I got some kind of a holy anointing. And I put my hand on that door. And all of a sudden, it wasn't just little whim whimsy Terry opening that door it was like oh how dare you i'm coming in and i'm finding you and you're going to hell i mean that was that is exactly how i felt so i opened the door and there was nothing there broad daylight i flipped on the light and you know the the room was empty but i just really felt like there was some kind of a power in the room And so I spoke to it in the name of Jesus and cast it out of the house. And then that was it. I went back in my room and sat there and and I just kept saying to myself, oh my God, if this could happen to me, this could happen to somebody else. And because I was able to overcome my fear and walk back in the house because of my love of my children, then this could happen to somebody else. And I thought to myself, you know, I really need to figure this out. I can't let this happen to other people. And so that was how I initially got into then, you know, um, going out and doing uh, demonic work with people who were fearful. And I would pray for them and rebuke the enemy and all of this. And so many people would tell me, we have had psychics in here. We have had priests in here we have had seances in here to clear to clear the house and nothing has worked and i said trust me when i tell you i'm coming in they're leaving Mm -hmm. and every time i had a very good report i would call the people the next day how how are things in the house things are great you know we don't feel that same feeling we were feeling before but let me also add this to the addendum there That doesn't mean that you won't be attacked again by another type of spirit or by something else that you're getting into. We open the doors to all that is out there. And trust me when I tell you there is a lot out there and they will take advantage of you not having knowledge and not knowing what to do in a situation and getting involved in certain types of drugs or heavy alcoholism or not great lifestyles, they will take advantage of you. There, that's what they do, and they're actually looking for a host. Those spirits are looking for uneducated human hosts, and if they can trick you by saying they're somebody they will. And if they come to you and start having a conversation with you, like I almost had with John, then Mm -hmm. they can possess you. This is how true possession happens. I also had another full-bodied apparition come at me, totally demonic. It was my grandmother, and she was, in fact, dead. And I knew she was dead. And there she was, Standing in my house, same house, and I wouldn't even speak to her. I had learned my lesson from saying to this apparition that I thought was John, you know.
0: They just wanted to see that camera
2: well, you know, you need to know this and you need to be prepared. And there's many ways to be prepared, but the only name that is going to deliver you is the Lord. There is not one other name that I well, wear on my
0: neck constantly. I wear the rosary constantly. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm that scared of evil and I just am that much of a believer in God. I keep it around me constantly.
2: Well, then let me also tell you this. You have more power than any demon on the planet by just believing in God and the fact that he will empower you. Now, never forget what I just told you. My spirit rose up out of me when I was fearful, uneducated, didn't know how to handle that much fear, that much uh, that I couldn't wrap my mind around. Here's somebody I thought was a human being, and it was not a human being.
0: I had that uh, my, my mom. My mom's like sick still, but she's been. Uh, she was her house is like covered in spirits. Like 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 it's uh mm-hmm. like, like when you described an angel. I didn't see the actual angel. I saw a white light, like basically yeah. like, a, like 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 a, like a silhouette of white light. I knew it was an angel because it just saw through me. And then, and and then like I, I I couldn't like lie or anything, you know? Like and I don't want I true try not to lie these days, but I'm just saying like. But uh, I, the grandma thing, I, I, I felt my grandma's energy there, and I'll sometimes smell my grandfather. And the exorcist just told me, he goes, "Their soul's gone in heaven, bro. That's not your grandfather. They're tricking you." And and, right. like, and I smell it around me constantly. I mean, I smell my grandfather around me a lot, and, and they're just yeah. trying to trick me. And, I, and, it's, and it's weird. And that's how I feel anyway. But it's uh, and so I can relate to that. And I, I have a lot of like, just like I don't like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it. I have a lot of. I believe in everything you're saying. What I'm saying. And and I've seen it in like, and like, it's definitely a battle for our soul. You know, it's like a constant battle for our soul.
2: Constant. And it doesn't just stop because you want it to. This is something that we need to educate ourselves on. Even in the scriptures, it says my people are destroyed for their lack of knowledge. We need to understand where we are, why we're here, what we're doing and what our purpose is. And that isn't easy. Okay? It's it's a lifetime journey. And from the from uh, birth to the grave, we're on a mission. We have things to accomplish and learn here. But we you know, and a lot of people will say, "Oh, you know, she's just religious." I am not religious at There's all. There's nothing I'm wrong a I- being
0: One sec, sorry. When did it become bad to serve God? Like so many people have such negative things to say about it. Like, like you'll never see darkness rise faster than when you say, like, I love Jesus or I love God. All it's like all around. It's just like, and sorry to interrupt you. I just get passionate about that. I can't stand when people judge people for being a good person. Right. Exactly. But what are you doing? You're mad about people being good?
2: That's Right. And, and, you know, there are so many things that can happen to us. Like, I, I'll share with you something that happened. I think it was in 2018. Yeah. It was a house that I was living in in, in Lakeland. And um, my husband and my son, my oldest son, who at the time was like 39 or 40 or something, um, we were all sitting watching TV. And uh, we had our little dog, Lovey. Uh, she's a little chihuahua. Uh, very tiny, you know, at the time she was like five pounds maybe. And, um, uh, this thing keeps shutting down. Um, and so, uh, she had, um, she had been, um, just sitting on the couch with Kevin and we were all watching TV and we had this big fireplace over here, kind of like the one I have over there, but it was a little bit bigger maybe. And, um, This is my bedroom. (laughs) It's a two room bedroom, but um, we have uh, fireplaces. We have 10 fireplaces in this house. So there's
0: like being a billionaire.
2: Like, (laughs) oh, yeah, right. No, no. (laughs) but um, anyway, so we were in, in Florida sitting there watching TV, and all of a sudden, Kevin and Lovey, the dog, see. Physically, he sees and she sees this huge black smoke come out of the fireplace. Now, the fireplace hadn't been on, okay, but this black smoke came out of the fireplace and he saw it and she started growling and she went ballistic and growling. Well, Jason and I were watching TV and then Kevin is pointing going, uh, 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 and, you know, and I'm like, what, what? And the dog is growling and I I said, what's going on? And he goes, there's a black mist coming out of the, of the um, fireplace. And I said, I don't see it. I don't see it. And, and the dog obviously saw it. So I picked up Lovey and I had Lovey in my hand. She's very tiny. And so I, I was holding her and she could see and had her eyes focused on one area of the fireplace So I was using her as almost like a guide and, and she was so afraid she stopped her barking and started screaming almost like, instead of barking. And I thought, oh my God, this dog is scared out of her gourd. And Kevin was like, oh my God. And I said, do you see it? And he goes, no, I don't see it anymore. And I said, well, where did it go? And he goes, well, it was over here and that's where she was. And then it moved and she started barking towards this chair that was in our living room. So I went up to the chair and, I, and she was so afraid. Anthony, I'm not kidding you. She was clawing my hands to get out of my hands She wanted me to put her down. Her fear was off the charts. And this is a little animal. Okay. And I I said, lovey, lovey, stop, stop. And I said, is it over here? Lovey, is it over here? And her growling and her screaming was towards the chair. So I went over to the chair. I sat in the chair and, and she went nuts. She clawed and bit my hands to jump off of me, ran over to Kevin, got behind his legs. Jason's eyes are this big, he's watching me. Kevin is watching me. And I said, I think this thing sat down here, so I'm gonna sit right here and I'm gonna command this thing out of the house in the name of Jesus right now. And all of a sudden, the whole atmosphere in the house changed and the dog stopped barking. And just sat there and stared. And I picked her up and was petting her. And now we knew it was gone. But here's the thing. Animals, cats, dogs, even birds can feel those things. Kevin actually saw something coming out of that fireplace. But then it dissipated and he lost sight of it. The dog never lost sight of it until I threw it out.
0: Yeah, I think we could see that stuff too. I think I think we just saw. Uh, like I think when you summed it up in the beginning, that people are just too scared to admit it, so they right. act like it's not real. I think we all know right. what's happening. And um one, okay. one, one second, uh, we have a we have a weather guy coming in real fast, like not uh, to tell the weather because it's crazy right now, and then we'll get right sure. back, we'll get right okay. back into this amazing content. Right. Like I love your stories, just so you know. Ooh, but, hey Frankie,
1: hey, know, I'm doing great so far. It's really windy. It's there was snow changing the rain in Sydney, Nova Scotia, my hometown right now. It's really windy in my hometown, Sydney, right now. It was snowing out now. It's ice pellets and changing over the rain in Sydney, Nova Scotia right now. And Missouri it's really cold there right now. They had lots of bad weather in Missouri. They had a big snowstorm in Arkansas on Sunday and Monday. It was really bad. Cars flying all over the place in Arkansas because they're not used to it.
0: Where are you at, Terry?
2: I'm in Paris, Tennessee.
0: What's uh, What's Paris, Tennessee like, uh, Frankie? Well,
1: uh, it's, it's, it's a of snow in Tennessee right now because the cold front in Arkansas was really, really bad.
2: Yes, it's eight degrees here. It's snowed and uh, too icy to be on the roads, and uh, we're getting more snow tonight. So it'll be about three degrees tonight.
0: So you're in the south, he's in the north, and I'm in the middle, and it's freezing everywhere apparently right now on this side of the hill. Yes,
2: everywhere, yeah, good
0: Florida. Though? When does it get warm, Frankie?
1: That means I'm wearing warm clothes and things like this and try to keep you warm in the winter. And guess what? And and that was on another podcast in the Hot Water Show, with Gino Biscante today. That's nice. When when does it get warm here, brother? Go get warm here a couple feet uh, pretty soon.
0: Hopefully, man. Hopefully, it's crazy. Yeah, well, do you have any other... week. Yeah, hopefully. Do you have any other weather forecast for us, Frankie, for the month or maybe? For...
1: So to so get snow in Vancouver, British Columbia tonight, and tomorrow as well. Then it's going to gradually warm up. It's going to bring more snow in interior Oregon and all those interior western United States like Idaho and Montana, and Utah, and Nevada, and all these places. It's supposed to get wet weather in California next week in Arizona.
0: I can't wait for it to be over, you know. I can't wait for all
2: that. I know. I hate the winter. <laughs> <laughs> Me
0: too. Well, Frank, if you want to throw anything else out real fast, I'm gonna get back to this. Is uh, we got a crazy story real fast, but uh, you can be back, back on tomorrow and stuff too if you'll be out a little longer. But, uh, but yeah, we got a crazy story. To get back into if you want to throw out any other weather promo or anything you want real fast.
1: Down Australia, it's lots of the thunderstorms going on in southeastern Australia right now. It was really, really bad right now, and I just did lots of weather forecasts on YouTube lately. That means I'm working on a new comedy video soon, but we don't know yet. It's going to be released before you know it. I'm working on an idea on a new comedy video.
0: Awesome. Well, God bless you, Frank. We'll be back on tomorrow for a little bit longer. Uh, this is kind of a deeper episode, so I kind of want to get back to the, to the bulk of the story and stuff. But, yeah, if you want to hang a little longer uh-huh. tomorrow, we'll be back on. God bless you, Frank. Uh-huh. Thanks, as always, for coming on here. Thank you. Yeah, you, you have more. You have a more deeper story, so I kind of want to get back to it, though. But, uh, oh you doing the weather, obviously, too, but, uh, so, um. Oh, okay. yeah, no,
2: gosh. It's crazy. Um. Oh, yeah. There's uh, plenty of things. Another thing that happened in a house, I was living in a Newport Ritchie. Uh, this is very powerful. I had gone out. I had been called uh, to do a cleansing of a house uh, up in Hudson. And so we had driven about, you know, the 30 miles to get to that place. And um, it was a very heavy, negative spirit at the house. And the people had been having things moved And that is something that can happen with a very powerful entity that is is drawing energy from fear. They draw from fear. That's why it's best to educate yourself, know the power that you can stand in and not be afraid and play into Um, it. But this, go ahead. um,
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm not trying to interrupt. I just like to touch on something. I'll forget before I, but, uh, but anyway, so. Yeah, the last couple of days i've had i feel like i've had a lot of that stuff mess with me and it's funny we did we actually did a reschedule which is funny because like uh, we were supposed to be on a couple of weeks ago and like the last couple of days i mean today was kind of peaceful but the last couple of days all these lies and negativity have been going in my head that i know is a lie like, like and, and making me like terrified of things that aren't happening like uh, like health issues and other things like that that aren't even happening to me and like um it's funny you said the fear thing because like it made me think that like something's messing with me because like like I think the root of it's my mom being sick and that pain. That pain in me, it's preying on. I think personally, and and it's funny you said that. That fear thing is like, uh like, like I definitely was just like the last two. And I'm I'm a guy. That's I mean, not to sound like macho bravado or anything. I'm I'm rarely scared of things. I mean, it takes a lot to scare me. And I think like we're detoxing off like heavy uh, cannabis use, and then what? like, and then like um also just and the pain I was I, I was like kind of just masking with cannabis use. And I think that me dealing with it directly finally is like' is like uh, I think it's healthier for the long term, but in that short term man, like I, like my head was going from like all this crazy stuff that wasn't happening, like thinking I was having heart attacks and all this crazy stuff that's not real. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. just like, like like I don't know like all those lies, man. Mm-hmm. it's crazy that, like uh, and uh, I don't know, I was just saying seeing that I can relate to what you're saying and like just being overly transparent and I, and I could definitely just relate to that and like how, how like they'll, they'll definitely attack you with fear.
2: Oh, absolutely. And and they lie. They do lie. And uh, just so that you know, um, I truly believe that when we're dealing with demonic forces, there are many forces out there. They're not all demonic. But when we're dealing with demonic forces, um, that is actually part of the satanic field, which are fallen angels who are still with us. They haven't gone anywhere. They're still here. And, you know, they do attack us and they can materialize. They can shapeshift. There's all kinds of stories I could share with you. I'll try to share the Skinwalker one with you before we close tonight. But uh, so going back to this one, um, I was uh, at this home and uh, things were moving all over the house. And they had a baby that was uh, in in the crib at night screaming, screaming. because he could talk a little bit and he was saying ugly 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 go away go away go away and so we had all these cameras on the baby and the baby was actually seeing something even though we didn't physically see it we could see that there was something that this baby was focused on. And so we went in, we did a cleansing, we did a deliverance. I anointed the child with oil. We prayed, we rebuked the enemy. And whatever it was that was frightening this child and the parents who were scared out of their gourds. And I felt that whatever it was, was something that the grandmother was involved with. Well, come to find out the grandmother comes home. She lived there with them she's into tarot. She's into Ouija. She's into, uh, all kinds of nonsensical things. Now I know that might offend people. I'm sorry. I'm not here to offend anybody, but I will tell you those things are gateways. They're, they're, uh, openings to let evil in. Okay. And so, uh, to make a long story short, I don't want to take too much time about that, but, um, we ended up cleansing the house and and everything was fine and we spoke to the grandmother tried to educate her because most people don't have the knowledge to walk away from those things that are letting these things in so we went home it was very late almost one o'clock at night now and i'm absolutely exhausted after something like that, because it it takes a lot out of me. I'm very focused on these entities to get them out. And I laid down in bed and closed my eyes. And all of a sudden, right into my face came this very negative, demonic, black force that almost threw my head back. And, And I thought to myself, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. And I thought, I'm not messing with you. I command you out that front door in the name of Jesus. I command you out now. And then I laid back and fell asleep. Well, the next morning, my husband, who would have to leave the house about 530 to get to Tampa from Newport Ritchie, where we lived, um, he flicked on the outside light and he was getting ready to leave. And I got up and, you know, made him his little thing of coffee, you know, to take and, give him a kiss goodbye. And he opens the front door. Anthony, this is true. And I have pictures to prove it. There were a thousand dead black bugs, over a thousand, laying right at the front door, right at the front door outside on the patio. And there were so many of them, I went, what? And I I looked down and I went, oh my gosh, look at all those dead bugs. I mean, there were so many, but they weren't everywhere, just at the door. And what did I say to that demon? Get out that front door in the name of Jesus. And I was so angry when I said it, because I was so exhausted. And this thing, you know, I kind of felt like, you don't have the authority to harass me, you know, and, and that's, it was a righteous indignation. If you would, you know, I was just very mad and, and this thing had to leave and it killed all those bugs right at the door. Uh-huh. And There they were. And so we took pictures of that. And I have that on Terryling.com Ling.com uh, because I thought, man, that is just so freaky. That something like that can happen. And so I share that story to let you know these things have power, they have authority. This thing tried to, you know, follow me home and harass me because I had thrown it out of that home and away from that baby. I called the people and I said, How's the baby? Oh, everything's great here. Baby slept, you know, we were all fine. Nothing's happened. I would call every couple of weeks. How's everything going? Everything's fine. I always wanted to make sure that everybody was okay after something bizarre would happen like that. And sure enough, I was, I was okay. You know, there was no problem. Um, in that house, we had a lot of things. Like you were saying, you always smelled your grandma, grandmother. I could smell when some of these spirits were around and I would just rebuke them in the name of Jesus. And they would go, but that didn't mean that they wouldn't come around again another time, two, three months down the road. Just because you rebuke something doesn't mean it's gone forever and forever and it's never coming back. Other things can also come back. And so we have to know and understand that. I'm in this house, 5,000 square feet, all alone, all the time. My husband's at the studio tonight doing a show. And, you know, I'm here all along. I'm absolutely never fearful here. And I know that no matter what would try to pop in or happen, I'll take authority over it instantaneously. And many times I've uh, had a dream the night before the phone call will come the next day, where I've dealt all night long in my dreams with entities that are attacking people, and the next day somebody will call me and say, "Can you please come over and and help us with this?" You know, my daughter's having an issue; she keeps seeing things, and I'll say, "Well, I had a dream last night. Um, do you happen to have a door in your house that looks like it has paneling on it?" And the lady will go, "Well, yeah, but." I don't even know these people. Okay. They're just calling me because they've heard about me and, and they'll go, yeah, uh, yes, we do have a door like that. And I go, oh, okay. Okay, good. You're the one I'm supposed to be going to then because you just called. I had the dream last night. I was up all night. I fought this entity and I, I won it. I won the fight. And sometimes it's really difficult. I have to constantly fight, 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 this demonic activity, uh, while I'm sleeping, literally, it is it's in a dream form. And then the next day, somebody will call. And when I first met my husband, and I told him, sometimes I'm going to have really weird dreams. And then the next day, somebody's going to call and we'll have to go out. And he goes, what? And I said, no, seriously. And I said, don't let it freak you out. I'm letting you know now this has happened to me. It's been happening to me for years on and off. I never know what's going to happen. But when it does, there's usually a phone call. If it's not the next day, it's within two to three days. And then I'll know I need to go. Well, that happened so many times. Now I wake up and I tell him about the dream before the phone rings And he's been able to see this for himself. And I'm sure he could give anybody a testimony about that because it's true. It's just our life and how we live. And I am not psychic. I'm spiritual. And I walk with God and I I hear the Lord and I pray and, you know, sometimes even fast to get rid of some of these demonic forces, because sometimes they don't just come out. You really have to work at it, depending on the strength and the disbelief of the person that they've uh, oppressed or or possessed or depressed, you know, depressions are very real. You know, those things are real. And you mentioned smoking, you know, pot. I, I will tell you, oddly enough, that that Is an issue for a lot of people, and it does allow things to happen. When we stop those things, you're cutting off their ability to manipulate you. Anytime, drinking and getting drunk, you know, uh, doing drugs, and sometimes even drugs our doctors prescribe for us, you know, it doesn't matter how you get them or, 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 what's going on it's that that realm can take over they they can attack us through the different things that we allow in our life um even wicked living mean being mostly very that. mean Most, or a boy
0: mostly mostly wicked living i'd say like and i think i think uh, a lot of that gets to that i mean maybe not i don't know, i never measured it but a lot yeah wicked living a lot no, I, I noticed things like my friend who, uh, who's on tomorrow. He's he's an exorcist uh, in addition uh, to several things he does is too. Um, he calls himself Demon Eraser. He originally brought that to to me. Um, like that, I was like, why? Every time he white uh, the joint, like it's like a tribute to these things or something. And that's the same with like cigarettes and stuff. He'd say, and I, I don't know if it's real, but I, I, I don't, that's just what he told me. And I'm just like kind of taking it in and processing it, and and, and uh, it just went too far. I, I, like I, I took it. I was eating edibles every day. I was I was chain smoking like high concentrate. Ninety uh, percent THC things. I just took it too far, like time and place, and the time and place isn't now for me. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was just taking it too far, and like I, I mean, I had a beer today, but I, I don't drink thirty of them. That's the yeah. and, I, and I and I feel like I'm more calming my way out of it to where I can. I haven't processed feelings since I was sixteen, probably. <laughs> like I mean, so it's like and I'm, and I'm thirty-seven, so it's like I, I'm easy, I'm easy pickings for these guys right now, and I'm trying to trying to kind of like uh, just. I mean, I wear the rose. Oh, okay, so this rosary thing. Um, here's a crazy story. So last week when I had a panic attack or two weeks ago, I forget the time now, I, I was having a panic attack and my buddy who grabs, who was grabbing my mail, I got in an argument with him about things that didn't even really matter. And I, and I, and I was like, just go ahead and burn that stuff. I don't care what he tried to make, give me some ultimatum and then ego took hold. And I was just like, well, just burn my mail. I don't need it anyway. And in my mail was the rosary I ordered and I forgot oh. I ordered it. And 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 then as soon as it got to where I was at, I put I put it around my wrist, and all that anxiety went away. And, and like um, and, and and it's just weird that your timing of being on this show because like we originally planned this maybe a month. I forget the time frame. Maybe, I know maybe a month ago or so. And then you came on here, and then I have another guy tomorrow doing the same thing uh, or sim, not the same thing, but similar field, you know. And uh, and, and it's weird that I've been experiencing those things. And the last guest I had on was like a rapper who was like uh went viral like shoplifting and doing like evil things and he turned to christ also so these last couple episodes all kind of bunched together are all similar subject matter around the same time i was like struggling with this without knowing i'd be struggling with this which is really weird how god just has my back like no matter what you know it just surrounds me with good people like yourself and like uh, you know just like it's it's really bizarre and i condensed that story down a lot but it's, it's just very it's just um like it, it definitely wanted me to burn my mail you know <laughs> like it definitely whatever Whatever it was, definitely wanted me to uh, like, you know, and like, it's definitely a huge battle all the time, and like, it, it's easier, I've, it, it's it's harder dealing with yourself and stuff like that, but it's worth it, you know, it's it's, it's completely worth it, I think, personally, and, and time and place. I'm not telling every, I'm not on a pedestal telling everybody to get sober or whatever, whatever, and get off their PG thirteen drugs like weed and stuff. But you know, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know, it's just to, to me, it, it time and place, and I felt like I'm way stronger now. Just Uh my my mind's faster. My internal monologue's back without smoking. But for a while, I didn't have an internal monologue without smoking. You know what I mean? It was just like. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, you know, the whole reason for us to be here is to find God here. And a lot of people do not believe that. They have all these other ideas of why we should be here. Consciousness, this, that, you know, you name it. But there is only one reason that we come here and we come here to find the truth and then how we deal with the truth. And it, it will matter in um, ask, seek and knock, you know, keep asking, keep seeking, keep knocking to find the full dimension of truth. It's not just about getting saved or meeting God or Jesus It's or religion. It's about it becoming personal, and it's a relationship, and that relationship will grow, and it takes us to the next level. We are a triune being. We're body, soul, and spirit created in his image, and nothing else is like us. So everything else that he created, he created all the cosmos, the universe, everything and everything that's in it. Do we have extraterrestrials? Yes. Are there angels, fallen angels, good angels? Yes. Are there uh, demonic spirits? Yes. Is there good out there? Yes. It's all been created by him and we need to come to understand it. We're not here by ourselves. We are not alone. We have never been alone. We will never be alone. Okay. And everything is here with us. We need to super abound. We need to find that higher level of existence, which is a spiritual connection. Our spirit is what is saved and is going to live forever. Your body is not. The body isn't saved. The spirit in the body is saved or not. And there is an eternity before us and people, they don't want to buy it. They don't want to buy into it. It's too simple. It's too spiritual, you know, too religious, maybe, I don't know, but I'm here to tell you, there are so many things from the time I was a little girl that would attack me to right now. And you're 37. I'm almost those numbers in reverse. I'll be 72 this year. You're 70 something? I'm 72 in May.
0: Are you a vampire?
2: <laughs> no. Se- no. I thought seventeen year olds
0: are way older. Like I didn't realize, I thought you were like fifty or something. That's crazy. I knew you I knew you were older, but I didn't know you're seventy. That's crazy.
2: It, it is crazy. I can't believe it myself sometimes.
0: So you're born but, in the fifties, I guess then? It's what? You were born in the fifties then?
2: I was fifty two. Uh-huh. Awesome.
0: That's a fun ride. That's a fun yeah. ride. The 50s, the, 60s, yeah. the '50s and '60s are probably America's height, man. It's cool. Oh that's
2: cool. my gosh, it was a great time to be a kid and be alive. Other than all the negatives, you know.
0: Well, Vietnam but, uh, and stuff. Yeah, there's some bad stuff, but yeah, that's crazy. Absolutely.
2: But but the, and and because I'm, thank God, still alive. Um, I've lived many, many years of walking this walk and talking this talk. And I don't really care when people say, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, you've got to get into this or get into that. I'm like, no, you really don't. Uh, This, what I've shared is truth. And uh, my experiences are truth. And I've learned to depend on God and the Lord because there is nothing else that has been available to help me in this life get through all these experiences uh the good the bad and the ugly and the extraterrestrial on top of that so and I didn't want to believe in that you know but it is real and I you know, the Lord walked me through a couple different experiences. And I've had many since then. It's just odd, but true. And, you know, I've always said, truth is stranger than fiction, 100% stranger than fiction, because it's real. And you've got to deal with it. And then you've got to wrap your head around it. And what do you do with that? You know, Definitely. And what does that look like, like what you're going mm-hmm. through? It's like, it's, it's a lot, you know, but we all are on our journey and each journey is very uniquely different to the, to the person that is going through that journey, you know? So you
0: it's know, like, and- I guess I'd be mad too, if I had to spend eternity in a fire pit after this is all over. I, I mean, I'd be just as mad as them, I guess, you know, but it's like, what, what, um what is the, I guess there's not a one-size-fits-all. And this may be kind of a dumb question, but uh, but but I still want to ask regardless. Um, what what is the easiest way to keep demons at bay, keep them away, and keep like uh, just get them back out of here, get these unemployed angels out of here? Like, what's the easiest way? Uh, like a, like a, maybe it's not easy, but what is what is that is my question though?
2: <laughs> well, the answer is keep your life with the Lord very close you know, accept the Lord, believe in the Lord, read your Bible, follow the truth, live a good life. Uh, What, you know, it's funny, the Beatles way back when I was younger, I I often will go back to some of the songs they would sing, you know, love is all we need. and, And it's all about love. What we take from here is what we give, freely give what you've received, and I keep freely giving what I've received, and it works. It works. I am 72 years old, and it works. I got saved when I was 21. I came to the Lord at 21, and I've been through a panoply of experiences, very frightening, very strange, very extraterrestrial, uh, very good, And the one common thread throughout my life has been Jesus walking me through it and giving me yet more information, more knowledge about this life, more understanding that we are quickly becoming what we will forever be in eternity. So what that means is who you are here and now and what you bring to the table here and now is what you're taking with you. So if we make a choice for the Lord, we live eternally with him. Just like when he died on the cross, there were two other people on either side of him. And the one he promised today, you will be with me in paradise. The other one went, give me a break. He didn't go to paradise. It's our choice And it's not up to us to judge anybody else here. What we do is our own personal business with him. So we can't stand and judge one another. All we can do is love one another. And if somebody isn't exactly where you are, love them. You know, you might not understand everything. We don't need to. We don't need to. We're not the judge. He is, you know, we're just here to love one another and be here for each other. And if somebody has questions or somebody needs deliverance and there's something going on, that's my part to play. This is my cross to bear. I walked into this because the Lord, obviously, from the time I was little, pursued me to understand that these things can happen. And I can help them by knowing and understanding what's happening in this world. Not everybody gets it. Not everybody wants to deal with this, but this is my part to play. Like you've got your part. You know, we all have different gifts and talents. Some of us play the guitar. Some of us sing, you know, some of us are actresses. Some of us uh, are captains of boats and you know, some people ride motorcycles, everybody, has their own talent or gift.
0: That's a collab for sure. The plants
2: This is mine. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. When you brought the save thing up, like I, the way I view being saved is like almost like your draft pick and the jobs the job starts then. You know what I mean? Like, like, like a lot of people it's like, okay, well I'm saved, blah. And that's like when the job starts almost, you know, it's like you're forgiven like forgiven of your sins and like you got That's to right.
2: And Absolutely.
0: And that's how I view it. I mean
2: Mhm that's how it is. The minute you ask him to forgive you and you repent literally and say I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm really going to set my mind to doing better and doing what is right and reading your Bible. I mean that's going to, you know, that's going to be what is your your guiding light for the future. I mean that is what's going to make the difference. And I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but just this year 2024 it, there will be an epic change. People will start it. coming because we are truly in the last days. Not, am, not only am I chronologically in my last days uh, in the fourth quarter, as they would say, but we all collectively are in the last days. And what is going to happen here now is going to be a coming too, like in the times of old, biblical times, where people just came in droves and became saved and understood. The Lord is calling us and he is coming back. Even though people have been laughing about that for eons, you know, it was in 2017 that Israel became, uh, Jerusalem became the- um, Capital, yeah. Capital of Israel and, Ever since 2017, these amazing changes are taking place. And it says in the scriptures, like unto the days of Noah, you know, men will be lovers of themselves. They will be doing all forms of evil. Take a look around you at the evil in this in this place. You know, it's everywhere. And yet all we have to do is trust in the Lord. And maybe that's a little harder than it sounds, but it isn't for me because I just said, okay, I'm going to believe every word he says, I'm just going to do it. And, you know, it's worked for me and I've helped people get free of spirits and, and demonic attacks. And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to be here for people, you know, and support people, encourage people. There is a, there is a better way, a better way to live and a better way to be, you know, and, and it works. It works. Yeah, he, is he says he is.
0: Definitely, I agree. With every yeah, no, I think. I mean, just you look at Revelation. I mean, 100. percent. I mean, the Book of Revelation is happening for sure. I mean, I, I, oh, I haven't seen, I haven't, I haven't seen the seven-headed beast, but I've seen a lot of the other verses. You know, I, I've seen a lot of other verses. Like, I mean, just like uh, merchants being the great men, and and he said the lover self, Like, we call pictures selfies now. You mean like, like that's what we call, them. and like. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, look I mean,
2: at the people that are wearing those red shoes. Do you understand what all that is about?
0: The red the red bottom
2: shoes? The red shoes. All the men that are wearing the red shoes. Those oh, are I read the, on that.
0: I, I don't yeah. I may have it confused.
2: Okay. Well, those are people in high authority who are wearing these red leather shoes. And that is from babies that have been sacrificed and killed.
0: I didn't know that I, I thought it was the red bottom shoes okay yes yes red shoe. I do know that sorry
2: mm-hmm. there is so much wickedness and every time the Lord has ever done anything there's always been a sacrifice of children abortions all kinds of sacrifice of children's
0: same as it ever was right the same people in the pyramids doing it right it's, the it's was.
2: there is nothing new under the sun. It's all just a repeating, you know, of this for this generation. We're in the last times, you know, we're in the last days. We're and this close to digital way.
0: currency. We're this close to like all the all the world united if it hasn't already. And and, and, and like what scares me a lot is like uh like uh like the capital and Donald Trump did that. Donald Trump moved the capital, and that's what the Antichrist does. Yeah, That's Donald terrible. Trump I, is
2: not the antichrist. I hope
0: not. I hope not. I hope, no, he's not. A, I hope he's more of an FDR. I hope he's more of a Franklin Delano Roosevelt. But, but no, yeah. I'm saying like no. I I, I mean, oh man, I, uh, yeah, Revelation scares me honestly. I mean, I, I constantly, I constantly pray and like constantly try to. I, I hope, I hope I don't have to deal with that seven years for being a, a repentant sinner. You know, I hope I don't have to live through that. Uh, <laughs> I hope I get a break somehow or whatever. You know. Yeah,
2: just trust. You just trust. I do.
0: I do. Yeah. Ultimately I do. But I'm still yeah. The, the and the aspect. more
2: you read, the better it'll get, you know. I I don't fear anything. I'm totally not not afraid of whatever comes, you know. Whatever comes is in his uh hands and in his timing, and what's to worry about, you know. That's We're, in, we're in a good place.
0: <laughs> That's the thing, it's like everything's gonna happen regardless of fear or not, you know. You may
2: as well That's
0: just right. like, wrong well with it and stuff and uh i feel like to talk to you forever. We need to keep, I need to keep these about an hour though. But uh, if you want to come back on again, I would love to have you on. If you had the same experience, sure. I would absolutely love to pick your brain more. We barely got into it because like just the time restrained like oh, yeah. an hour, but I mean, I absolutely love your energy and I appreciate you coming on here. And like uh, you, you have a brilliant mind and I, and I like hearing people talk about the stuff. Matter of fact, to also understand and believe as well. If you want to throw out any, like uh, to get back into the real world, slightly now to spiritual, if you have any promo, you want to throw out or anything like that, feel free and, uh, and, <laughs> well, and everybody, everybody Google her, look at listen to her coast to coast interviews and then whatever else you want to throw out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, I've been on coast to coast about four times and um, I have Terryling.com dot And uh, a lot of my experiences are on there, both spiritual and demonic and extraterrestrial, the different things that the Lord has walked me through. And um, yeah, and they can just reach out to me if they need to. I'm on Facebook. <laughs> always always here to help.
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, I appreciate your time and like uh, just coming on here and stuff. And um if you're watching at home, uh, God bless you and thank you for watching. And uh, i hope mm-hmm. all your dreams come true as well. I hope everybody watching and you as well, Terry. I hope uh I, I still can't believe you're in your 70s. Like uh that's that's crazy okay. to me. And good, I hope my age as well as you and everybody watching does as well. And uh yeah, no, th- thanks everybody for watching, and uh we'll be back tomorrow night with another episode and uh check out terry's work on a lot of different stuff um i mean she's on a lot of shows i listen to and stuff coast to coast being one of them and uh no i appreciate everything and uh just stay away from those demons follow god you know
2: that's right (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for having me i appreciate